Lion just recovered a fumble. Bits of wisdom. It's Harry Ludini, I'm pretty sure. That's when it kind of becomes Home Improvement After Dark. I guess that leaves us at the question of the week. Mmm, very good. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, Jordan, but a really cool aerial shot of the table. Reasonably funny. User review. Does everybody know what time it is? Home and podcast time. That's right, Ben for Tools is proud to present a Home Improvement Podcast. My name is Adam, and you all know my co-host, Jordan Bahumbug Lions. <laughs> I, I do, I guess I don't know how to have fun, according to Mark, so I guess you're right. Yeah, what do you mean by that? D- don't you remember our, our last episode's sponsor? Ah, yes, Obviously. yeah, he said you need to find the fun. Find yeah. the fun, I didn't, I didn't find it. Uh, right now I'm feeling pretty frazzled. You have me going, uh, first you're yes, then you're no, you're hot, and then you're cold. You want to record at 10, but then you want to record at 10.30. I just don't, I just don't know what to do you with know, you right Jordan, now. You know, Jordan, I think a good way to pick up after ending the last episode by just talking about uh, our own high school experiences is to kind of talk about behind the scenes our recording struggles this morning. <laughs> I think that's just what people come here for. Not that's so right. much home improvement, but just kind of like banal personal stories. At this point, we're celebrities, so... Isn't that what you do as celebrities? You just learn all about their faux pas? Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, Yeah, this morning, oh, Jordan, there was a a thing where I thought, well, I need to go get get condensed milk to make this broccoli and cheese soup. And then I I looked at the recipe and I said, well, I can do it later. I don't don't need to go do it. And then uh, I'd already told you that I wanted to delay and you were getting ready to take a bike ride and... I was halfway through my bike ride. Jordan, hilarity ensued. Uh, no, who, who are we to say? <laughs> it but, was like yakety sax. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's even lower brow than that. But, uh, you know, I haven't gotten the condensed milk yet. I hope the soup turns out well. I'll be sure to let everybody know next week. <laughs> make sure you tweet a picture out. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, out. yeah. It'll definitely look appetizing if I make it, especially if it's mm. made in the crock pot. That stuff always <laughs> ends up looking really good. Uh, oh, just wow. kidding. Uh, Jordan... What else is up? What else is up? Um, watched my first episode of Sherlock last night. Have you seen that show at all? I have, yeah. I think I watched the first three, whatever they call it, uh, series, series, uh, uh, and then I, I eventually stopped watching. But I could see you getting mm. into that. We'll see. We'll see. Any uh, any similarities between Sherlock and, and Home Improvement? You know, being that this is a Home Improvement podcast, anything, anything well, jump out Well, you know, there, there's a good sidekick. Okay. Uh, yeah, Mark, so that's good that on Mark, there. Mark, is that uh, Watson? Talking about Watson? Yeah, Dr. John Watson, right, of course. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Did they do any like? Did they do any like physical kind of tool gags in there? Did they, did they do a <laughs> thing where it's like it'll be like uh, <laughs> you know the the, the series Sherlock of... is always trying to like improve his investigative <laughs> methods, so he's doing some crazy power up methods. Well, there's and... always a thing where he's making fun of Watson's mom, right? And he's just like how Constantly. fat and grotesque she is, and then he'll say like, "Hey, Watson, I found some of your mom's knickers," and he'll hold them up, and it'll be you know the size of Big, but, big Ben or sure. something. <laughs> Yeah, definitely talk about knickers a lot yeah, on that show. Yeah. Uh, Wilson, I mean, uh, Watson, uh, not Watson, <laughs> Wilson Watson. Uh, Sherlock also plays the Wilson role because he's, like, always analyzing And you never uh, see his face the whole show. It's so weird. It's, it's like he's a star of the show strange. and you're never going to show his face. Bizarre. He's, yeah. 
And that way they're very similar, but uh, in most ways they're different. So yeah, I did like the first episode. We'll we'll keep going. Yeah, see if let I make us know every week your you thoughts if you got at the beginning. Just kind of let us know like what you've been watching and if you liked it or not. And People really <laughs> care about my thoughts on home improvement. They also want more feedback from me. So Sherlock cast. Jordan, mm. we're not here to talk about Sherlock. We're here to talk about home improvement. The star of that show mm. is Tim Allen, uh, not Benedict Cumberbatch. And <laughs> what are we covering this week? We're covering Twas the Blight Before Christmas. This is going to be our 61st episode, uh, written by B.K. Taylor. B.K. Ooh, Taylor yeah, last that's my wrote... Guy. That's my guy right there, B.K. Taylor. Burger King Taylor. Yeah. Uh, last episode he he wrote, can you remember? <laughs> no. There's no, there's no way you could possibly Are you possibly kidding me? Remember. I don't even remember what the name of the episode we covered last week was. I, I don't remember what happened last week, but uh, it's I'm scheming of a white Christmas. So they break out BK just for oh, the Christmas episodes. He's the Halloween, or he's the Halloween guy. He's the <laughs> Christmas guy. They bring him in for uh, the big Christmas eps. Yeah, bring well, him the you know big what, slugger. The Christmas episodes are usually the best ones. So yeah, them and Halloween. So uh, BK, uh, this one aired December fifteenth, nineteen ninety three. Guess what the lone plot keyword is? You'll never guess. Skiing. No, I'm just kidding. It's got to be Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. So we won't go into that. We will, however, go into some horrid alternative titles that we came up with. Speak for uh, yourself, man. <laughs> well, you told me before the show that, uh, you know, you would think it would be easy. There's all of this Christmas fodder out there that we could adapt and yeah. use. But, yeah, I thought it was But it did easy. not work out. They actually used, the opening scene of this episode kind of uses a lot of good, like, turns of phrase where they connect mm-hmm. home improvement and tool time to Christmas terminology. And uh, that was a bummer, because they took at least one that I think I might have been able to come up with. But mm, Well, let's stop uh, dawdling, and let's start twerking about our titles. No more dawdling, <laughs> all, all twerking. Uh, you go first. How many you got? Twelve? Uh, uh, 17? No, four. <laughs> okay, four. I got three, so you can go first. All right. Keep it simple. Holiday hijinks. All right. That can fit every every episode mm-hmm. that they do from like October on, so that's good. I'm gonna start with my worst one. Uh, Ernest Tim saves Christmas. Do you remember the movie Ernest Saves Christmas? Yeah, I just didn't. I thought maybe there was. It's more not to good. It than that. No. Okay. My second one. The not so wise man. Hmm. All right. This one is quite a mouthful. I don't know. I mean, what else do you want me to say about that? Hmm. Wait, who's the not so wise man? Is that Brad? Are we calling him a man? Nah, I was thinking Tim. You know, just typical, right. typical Tim, Tim shenanigans. Hey, Tim. Ernest Tim saves the day here. Kind of does. You're right. Yeah. All right. What else you got? All right. This is a mouthful, but no way in L you're going skiing. These are the worst ones you've ever had. Like, you usually say that they're bad. These are really bad. These All are right. terrible. I've, is that, was that it for you? I got one more. Okay. All right. Uh, here's one of mine. Skeezin's greetings. <laughs> That's your best one. Thank you. All right. The little dumber boy. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm going to save it a little bit. All right. Here's my last one. The first Leon. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to come up with a Leon one too. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it wasn't that hard for I, me. Just no, you did great. Just replaced it. Uh, well done. Yeah, I think you got to give it to me with Skeezin's greetings, though. Yeah, that's the best one. Holla if you hear me. Um, yeah, so uh, you were right. Yours weren't that good, but Mm-mm. "Twas the Blight Before Christmas" is actually a pretty good title. 
Yeah, it's it's hard when they actually come up with good ones instead of generic or ones that aren't odd, appropriate odd at all. Cultural references that no one really remembers. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's a little bit of trivia with this one, Jordan. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but this is actually a play on "Twas the Night Before Christmas," which I've been told is like a Christmas story or something. I've never heard of it. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about either. But uh, it wasn't the trivia, so that'd be true. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, after yeah, that. we'll have to. If you're, if you're familiar with that, just shoot us a tweet. All right, so let's get into the plot synopsis. Uh, Written by Bernie once again, so Mark performs in the Christmas play at school. A neighbor puts up decorations a day before Tim does, and it's because Randy is sharing Tim's secret with that neighbor's granddaughter. Brad wants to go skiing instead of staying home. That about does it, yeah. I wish they would have spoiled that big Randy turn. I mean, that was was (laughs) akin to last week when we found out that Joni was pregnant in high school. It was like... Uh, I feel like usually in a plot synopsis, they don't give away everything. It's usually like, here are the things we're going to talk about, and you have to watch the episode to see how they resolve. But yeah, Bernie went a different Bernie, route. Well, Bernie plays by his own rules. Uh, <laughs> I like to I like the, the turn of phrase, uh, Mark performs in the Christmas play at school, because he really... They really, those boys really sing, and I can't wait to talk about their the quality of their also, singing. It's 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 border it's borderline like professional the level. Of also, singing. it's not school; it's church. Oh, separation of church and state, though, man. We can't go down that road. <laughs> You're right. Let's let's veer into the episode and away from that uh, controversial topic. Yeah, then. controversy is not our bag. Mm-mm. So we open on tool time. Uh, it's very festive. They've got some Santa hats on, and everything's all decked out in. I guess they deck the halls, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the logo comes through, and he's taking Santa's place. He's in a sleigh. He's got a reindeer leading the sleigh, and he just comes in, and comes out. Uh, there's a chimney with some stockings on it, and you know what we should talk about? We should talk about some Binford stocking stuffers. So uh, they really do use the show as a great commercial here. Which yeah. they don't always do, um, but this is like a very. This is where it definitely feels like they're selling, you know. Sometimes yes, it feels yeah. like that. Sometimes it doesn't. When they do the promos, it definitely like you get the the feel of Tim being a former salesman, and this is yeah. another one of those moments. This won't be as good as like the uh, one where they jump on the sled or, or the, <laughs> the snowmobile. <laughs> snowmobile. And I wish like they would. That's that pretty good. Yeah, was... yeah. So instead, Heidi brings out a sleigh, uh, and Klaus leaves the Christmas music on a little bit too long. Kind of funny. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, and then they start displaying a couple of good stocking stuffers. They've got a mini propane torch. They've got a torque wrench, um, a fiber optic flashlight. And uh, then at, at, when they bring out the flashlight, Al holds it up and puts it up to Tim's ear, and it goes through his head. So I guess Tim's real dumb. He doesn't even have a, there's not even a brain there. Not even a Which brain. brings up some questions that this episode <laughs> does not answer. Mm-mm. They're not going to go down that road. Uh, they also talk about a vice that is a little bit too big for a stocking, but that depends on the kind of stocking you're talk- talking about here. Uh, if you're talking about a regular stocking, mm, it's, it's going to be a little bit too big. But if you're talking about Al's mom's thermal socks, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna fit. <laughs> and so they bring out like the prop, and, uh, only, and I mean, it, they don't just br- they really heighten this one. Like they don't just bring up the prop, Jordan, because <laughs> it goes from zero to Godzilla in two it's seconds. It's insane, and I I don't like I don't know. My note here is like shadow work is impressive question mark like i didn't like is it so like i mean i don't know how to describe it. basically like they bring out the massive sock and you think like oh that's the joke it's a big sock i've seen this before but then they do like a like there's like a towering figure 
over them, and then, and then they, like, they make it... The silhouette is, like, on the ground. It's, like, a big shadowy figure that's supposed to be Al's mom. And then Tim and uh, Heidi just, like, run away. Mm. What do you think of that? Did you like it? No, I hated it. That was terrible. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you... I mean, like... I guess. I mean, they've run out. They've done so many mothers jokes. I know. Did like, they do that? Uh, that do you they think have that, to that do is that. something they actually did? I mean, I guess we're supposed to think they actually did that on the show. So, like, the people watching Tool Time actually were witness to that. I, it just it brought up more questions than answers, as this show often does with things <laughs> like this. Uh, I mean, I get. I don't know. I guess it's kind of impressive looking. Maybe. I, I could, sure. I don't know. Hard to say. I mean, it, it looks decent for a cape like a basic cable news show it sort or of defies or not news show but tool show yeah this isn't a news show jordan i don't, no, I don't know, where, I don't no know who you think you're talking to but this is not not that podcast yeah it defies any kind of logic but uh i i didn't mind i that. also wanted to say i noticed uh heidi really enjoyed Tim's oh man she was here. really yucking it up i think they told her to do a little bit more acting so this is <laughs> this is what she's doing she did some stuff uh i don't know what Does everybody know what time it is? All right, mm, next scene. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark's in a choir boy outfit. He's yeah. got the end for Noel. He's, he's got a big role in the, the upcoming choir concert here at church. First bill. I mean, he's the lead, technically. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mark doesn't like it, though. He thinks he looks a little geeky. Um, but we're not going to spend too much time on that because Tim comes home, and you know what's really grinding his gears right now? Yeah, Dr. Doc, Doc, Doc Johnson, Johnson. Has, has some dancing elves on his roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, foul, and, foul uh, play is suspected. Yeah, Tim's going to lose the contest uh, for the tenth year in a row. He suspects. Uh, it turns out that Doc has put up every decoration that Tim has, but just before him, including a plastic Santa, which no one would have for Christmas. Uh, they move on, and Brad comes in, uh, and Todd Wheeler. We haven't gotten a good like home improvement name in a while todd wheeler i feel is very average yeah it's not that good it, it, it needs to be like harley wheeler or something you know <laughs> you're right yeah, harley yeah, Wheeler's be a good. Lot better. that's a more memorable. uh so harley wheeler uh his family invited him to go skiing at boyne mountain um yeah. have have you ever been no nah, not my bag i uh, i know bag. a lot of people that have it's a, it's a pretty like hot popular michigan yeah. location but i I've not, i don't really I've been uh, cross-country skiing maybe like twice when I was little, but I, I don't ski or snowboard to speak of. What about you? No, yeah. I've been up to Boyne a couple times, but when I went, we just kind of, uh, we went to, they have like an indoor water park, so we did mm-hmm. that while we were there. I saw the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire there. Oh. Oh. That's interesting. Oh. Uh, I like yeah, how, I like no how you call it Boyne. You know, like that's what people call it. It's like, it's Boyne. It's not Boyne Mountain. You gotta shorten it. It's Boyne. Well, the place I went was Boyne City, Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. That's accurate. Uh, (laughs) You know where I was. I mean, it is called Boyne City. It's outside of Boyne. Okay. Everybody, look at a map, Jordan. I don't have maps. Only Florida maps now. Google Maps. Um, All right, so I I gotta, we gotta get into this. So Brad wants to go to Boyne for Christmas, and like, he says that all of his friends are going to Boyne for Christmas, like... Is it a thing where people just, like, leave their families for Christmas and go hang out with their friends on, like, skiing trips? Because I've never heard of that. Like, no. And he seems to no. think, like, it's so regular. And he says, like, all everybody in his class is going. Like, well, that's not I think a thing. maybe and this is a special circumstance because it's perfect skiing conditions. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but it's Christmas. It's not, you know, it'd be one thing if it was, like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, even 
Well, you can't really miss Thanksgiving. The start of Christmas break or yeah, something? Yeah, okay, like, or, like, you're you're coming back Christmas Eve, or, like, you're right before Christmas, but you can't, like, miss Christmas for a skiing trip, especially if you're... Sounds like the Wheelers don't like Christmas, and they're trying to take Brad down with them. I mean, them. yeah, I mean, who would even who would even ask if, they, if someone could leave their family for Christmas? I'd, I'd tell you, who, a monster. You know... You know, we used to go to Disney for Christmas, but we went with our family. So yeah, I, I just don't. I, it's a, it's like a little bit strange too because you know, Brad seems to not understand at all like why this would be a problem. But last week, like Brad had like a girlfriend and wanted to be with her with the door closed. So it's kind of they're they're having some difficulty figuring out exactly how old he's meant to be or how immature he's meant to be because the actions in this episode reflect like a an 11 year old and then last week you know like with the the girl in the bedroom that's that's more teenage kind of stuff so i don't know i I think the characterization is a little little off right now yeah well and they seem to go back and forth between like his adolescence rebellion like it seems like he was fine for one well he had that crazy brick week and then he was fine for like six weeks and then all of a sudden, this stuff is happening. We've again, all had so a crazy brick week, though. In, in his, it's true. But, back to the bricks. Yeah, back to the bricks. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, basically, like that's how the scene ends. He's 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 PO'd because his his mom, his mother, nor his father will allow him to leave the family for Christmas to go on some skiing trip. I've never even heard of, of Brad interested in skiing. They also casually mentioned that Brad has a saxophone. And I'm thinking, like, why didn't we see <laughs> that? That doesn't happen? make any sense at like, all. Yeah, well, like, I want a Brad saxophone episode. Like, when when did that happen? I want to I want to see him I want to see him going for the sax. Do you think that? I just don't don't think that would ever happen. Well, here's the thing, Jordan. This is like this is like Clinton era. Clinton, big <laughs> saxophone guy. So I'm thinking the show's writers are like, yeah, we gotta get. So Brad you're sax. saying, so you're saying Brad was watching like the Arsenio yeah, Hall exactly. performance, yeah, and then he went out and he's like, I gotta get a saxophone. He's like, man. that guy's leader of the free world, plays a sax, pretty cool. Uh, I gotta get myself one. I just want to see Brad playing sax. You know, he's gonna use it to get ladies. Yeah, he doesn't need any help apparently. Uh, all right, so next scene, we head out to the fence, and it's really like a, a minuscule kind of scene but i guess let's not even play a clip you don't even want to play a clip i was gonna say that's kind of our brand but i don't think we need to because nothing happens we're going off brand we're gonna play a clip at the end i think don't you think with uh, the final wilson <laughs> we didn't we obviously didn't discuss this earlier uh sure whatever yeah, you want i think we will all right so tim goes outside and wilson is is holding i have very few notes for this scene wilson's holding some kind of a Think that looks like a broom. Uh, I believe it's called a, 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 a Yulinek. Yulinek, and Tim says it's not Halloween yet. Burp, burp. Uh, and then Tim is explaining the si- Wilson. W- Wilson is explaining the the Yulinek, and Tim brings out three wise Tims, which are basically just three wise men with, with Tim's face. Uh, and then he explains like the Doc Johnson situation, and he's frustrated with that. There's a very, very, very telegraphed ESPN, ESP <laughs> joke. Like, how many times... I'm glad that that's not Too a joke. Many. That's not a joke anymore that people use, but for a while, I mean, that really... This would have been an early example of that, I would I would suspect. Yeah. But uh, it's the old... Uh, he has ESP. Tim says, like, what does having cable sports network have to do with anything? And uh, I don't really have any more notes on that. Am I missing anything? No, the scene ends with Tim putting his bad thoughts towards Doc Johnson. Yeah. Uh, and Doc is supposed to, you know, pick him up with this ESP and mm, ESPN, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, all right, next thing we're inside. Brad's got the blues. And he's, he's working he's playing working on sack skills. Brad's he's, got the blues, Kraft's macaroni and cheese. You remember that commercial? 
Oh man, now I, I, I got do. The blues craft. Uh, he's playing very poorly, which presumably would would be accurate. Um, Tim begins to, to to talk to Jill about how he thinks the house is bugged. Like that's the only way that Dow Johnson could possibly have any have all this information on. Because uh, I mean, I don't know if we made this clear earlier, but everything Tim does, Doc Johnson is one step ahead. And uh, yeah. Jordan, that's frustrating. Um, it is frustrating. It's frustrating. Jill is kind of she's just sort of making fun of him. Definitely. In the first scene and the second scene, like she's just kind of poking fun at him. Her jokes are not very good. Just in this one, I would say it almost reminded me of that episode early on where she just is doing like Dangerfield shtick. But it's it's not quite that bad. But she does have a lot of a lot of bits here. She she does that bit, the adultery bit that she's done like five times now, where she like pretends that another guy is going to come over, but Tim's home, so they have to put it off till later. Yeah, there's nothing funnier than adultery. I don't know about you, mm, but I love, hilarious. I love it. Yeah, I love the old uh, cheating spouse bit. Uh, Tim, the another reoccurring thing in this episode is like, somebody will be doing something, the camera will cut to Tim, and he'll be holding like a bizarre kind of Christmas prop. So he's holding Rudolph's nose, which is just like a really, really big red ball, which is kind of funny. And I think earlier he also has like a snowman that he's wheeling around, but there's just a lot of lot of props yeah in this one. and when he brings out the snowman earlier he kind of talks as if he is the snowman He's like behind the snowman yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's not bad tim's the man behind the snowman mm-hmm. we also uh figure out here jill i think jill leaves and, and randy he confesses and you know what randy's getting to that age where he's interested in the ladies jordan and it's uh, the first girl crush we've heard of since the implied sadarsky crush yeah and i mean implied it i mean implied at best I, they don't even they don't. They. They. I don't think that writers didn't think that that was a thing, and it just appeared that way to us. But yeah, <laughs> it appeared that way to you. It definitely appeared that way to me. Yeah. So Randy reveals that he was talking to Lauren Johnson, Doc Johnson's granddaughter, and he thinks she's really cute, but she just kept pumping in for information. And somehow, it's a real Romeo and Juliet situation. In what sense? Well, they're two rival families. Oh, uh, star-crossed lovers. Star-crossed sure. lovers, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Course. Yeah, so basically, I don't know how Randy had all this information. Like, he doesn't <laughs> really usually show any interest in his father's kind of uh, He hasn't been around. He hasn't been around the house the whole episode. <laughs> Did you notice how, I think it was before this scene, how, like, or maybe it was the earlier scene where, like, they're talking to Brad about whatever, and Randy just, like, casually comes in through the front door and it's like dark out, he and, did, and everyone just he like, did that at this scene. Oh, it's the scene. This is the start of this and scene. I was wondering like, hey, where is Randy coming from. Yeah, everyone's just like, "Hey, Randy, hey." It's like, it's like it's like Dad coming home in the 1950s, like just like, "Ah, honey, I'm home." It's that kind of <laughs> the same thing. Randy's just <laughs> he sits last. down his lunch pail and he opens up the fridge to get a beer. Yep, that'd be really funny. Uh, but yeah, that's it's basically Randy's been telling Lauren Johnson uh, all this information about Tim's lighting strategy, and uh, they bond a little she, bit. They talk she, about she's Tim. cute. She's cute, yeah. And, and Randy's Randy's got a girl. All right, so later at home, uh, the family is getting ready to go to go to church uh, for the I guess the thing that Mark is in uh, the little choir concert they got going on. I assume it's a Christmas Eve service. Yeah, and you know the boys Randy and Mark come down in little suits. They look pretty good. Uh, Brad comes down in a Binford crew neck and some jeans. He's not going, uh, and Brad's got his attitude dander up. Uh, so he says, uh, yeah, he basically says, I'm not going. You've ruined Christmas for me. He's very, it's very dramatic. Very, uh, at first Jill is like, or Tim is trying to going to say like, I'm going to drag you there. And Jill says, no, I don't want him around if he's just going to be a big poop. They should want to. Big poop, Jordan. Jeez. Uh, they should 100% have dragged him there. I don't, like, you 
you can't. He gets what he wants you by can't staying home. Indulge that? Yeah. What the heck? He just like basically comes home, says these terrible things, like you've ruined my Christmas. He basically says everything short of "I hate you," and they're just like, and Jill's just like, "I don't just like stay. I don't even want you to ruin the the church service." Like, you know what? Why don't you have him ruin the church service? He, I think he needs to be there. Uh, you can't just let him hang out in his. They say like hang out in your room. Tim says like don't sneak down and watch the Tool Time Marathon, which was kind of funny. <laughs> I thought because there's a there's like a 48 hour Tool Time Marathon over the holidays, and he says don't yeah. sneak down and watch that. But like yeah, in terms of just parenting 101, I am not a parent, but I gotta think that maybe the better choice here would have been to just drag him along. Yeah, it's I don't know. He's I don't yeah, like you said, I, he gets what he wants basically. He's you, a great shyster, Jordan. He sure is. So uh, that's kind of how that scene ends. They're going to leave Brad at home, and we move on to the church service, where they meet up with the reverend. There's kind of uh, some banter between the reverend and the Taylor clan here, and it turns out that Tim has listened to the lions at church, which I guess we're not super surprised at, because we saw that episode, Offsides, where he did that at that restaurant. I mean, if you're going to do that at a restaurant... You're going to do it at church, right? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it spills over into your church life. So, uh, he says he's not going to do it today, and he only did it once, but, um, the reverend asks about Brad. He knows Brad by name, and he, he's wondering where he is, and Jill lies, <laughs> says that Brad is sick. Yeah, she's embarrassed. She should be. Everybody, everybody in this scene asks about Brad conveniently, and that is not usually a thing that you see. Like, I don't, I don't know if the reverend... Uh, at a church would be like, hey, where's Brett? Like, where's your third son? It just kind of, that struck me as being odd. Everybody well, goes out of their way to ask about Brad. This church has about 20 people in it. It so is I guess a if there's very, a, very small church. <laughs> if there's only 20 people come to your congregation, you probably know them all by name. And conveniently, everyone that goes to the church is someone that we know from this show. You know, like <laughs> Wilson, Al, uh, Eileen, everybody goes there. Uh, I do everybody. have a bio on this this Rev, Jordan. Uh, we're talking about Reverend. Rev Run? Uh, yeah, it's actually not him. It's 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 Rev McDonald. Um, he's a also a famous hip hop artist, seemingly Irish fella. Uh, 164 credits to his name. Uh, he appeared as loan officer in Edward Scissorhands, Doctor Diedrichson in The Man Who Wasn't There, Ed Hobbs in The Natural. It's got to be Roy Hobbs' father, and uh, Robert Jenkins in a film called Brainstorm. Uh, not a lot of credits recently, but he was in an episode of The Office called shareholder meeting and he played alan brand so hmm. i don't that doesn't ring any bells to me necessarily it probably wasn't a huge role but you know he's he's popping up in things from time to he's time he's making the rounds he's everything from a, a corporate big wig to a reverend so he's he's playing the range that's here. called yeah that's called range jordan mm, yeah. you would know yeah i sure would yes i <laughs> i have uh, i have it in abundance uh all right, he gets some. He gets some good jokes. I, I think he's pretty good. He he has some good some good bits in this. I do. Yeah, I do like the way they wrote him. Um, so Al joins them at church. Like you said, everybody goes to this church. He also asks about Bradley, which he must be the only other person to call him Bradley besides Jennifer. They're um, intimate, you know. He's, yeah. He often babysits for him. <laughs> There's no Eileen though. There was an orthodontic emergency at the junior high play. It turns out that uh, Mary and Joseph got their braces stuck together. <sighs> which he... brings up the question. They're kissing in the school play. Like, is that? I don't remember part of the. You know that, that the major story. Yeah, I don't remember that the part where they make out in the major story. I don't think is that. You're a more religious person than I am. Is that? <laughs> is that a part of it? Is is there a is there a part in the Bible where they they? I think they they're. Neck? I think they're taking a little bit of a poetic license here, but. I mean, I, I mean, it definitely sounds great. Don't get me wrong. It sounds just. <laughs> It sounds really spicing it up, but yeah, it seems like a, a joke without any real backing. Uh, Ortho- to it. 
ortho ortho is her life so it's got to be an ortho joke that's all she's got this is true yeah uh so she can't be there which i mean i guess they really had that they had that line in there or they mentioned her only so they could have that joke which did it pay off i don't know but (laughs) i guess it's no less or no worse than some of the other ones that are in this episode but molar bear uh it's no worse than the the molar bear one from last week uh so l you know just like mark l always wanted to be the letter n but tim says it's even in the song there's no l no, well, no, no, well. well. It's low-hanging I, fruit, but it's funny. I liked it. Yeah. Randy also joined in singing with Tim. But so Jill says, good. hush, boys, we're in church. Hmm. We only lie in church. Uh, so, <laughs> they do They do end up <laughs> telling Brad like the truth. like a title for a short story. I only lie in church. Noir. <laughs> it's coming out later on Amazon. Just wait for it. All right, so they do end up telling Al the truth, and Al says he remembers his first Christmas rebellion when his family bought an artificial Christmas tree. Uh, we just get more information about Al as being a very strange child. Yeah, sh- shocking, isn't it? Yeah, very shocking. Uh, Jill's not happy, though. Um, She's sad, man. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's hard. It's Christmas Eve. You know, it's important to have the family together, and the family's the family not together. Isn't. Yeah, so Tim decides he's going to go take a pew in the bathroom um but we know where he's really going it's this is very obvious i don't know how any of them is confused by what's happening yeah i mean you think tim's gonna take a steamy (laughs) but really just going to get brad you know (laughs) i hope they have nice bathrooms at that i I do like it in this scene where like you know jill is obviously distressed and al just keeps droning on and on about his rebellion and tim asks uh jill he says are you okay and al says yeah i'm fine it was a long time ago <laughs> yeah. there's some there's some pretty good lines in this i think i would yeah i did like it's a funny episode i would yeah it's funny i would say there's 50 50 there's some bad stuff earlier like when jill does high volume little, yeah yeah they're just doing kind of like what we do with our titles we just throw 10 out and yeah. five stick and then yeah and it works for them at least in, in this regard so yeah tim Tim does leave, uh, and we know where he's going. So mm. we get back home. Tim arrives, and uh, Brad is—he's prepping to leave. He's just—he's just gonna. He's go. got a nice sweater on. He's got a great sweater on. He's ready to go. He's holding his skis, um, and, and Tim is—you know—he's—he's he's upset, and he's at Brad said it's, it's all in the note. And the note says, "Went skiing, Brad." Um, <laughs> so it's not much of a, an explanation, but he's not going with the wheelers. He's just gonna hitchhike. Which yeah, very smart. Brad yeah. is just proving time and time again how intelligent he is. Well, he doesn't have time to, like, you know, he doesn't have time for, like, the basics of just human interaction because he's just so busy playing the sax all the time. <laughs> how likely is it that the Taylor family has their own skis in the garage? Yeah. yeah We've never that, heard them a, talk about skiing a, at that's all. That's a fair point. Yeah, they, they looked kind of, like, new and nice. Uh, yeah, Brad's never even shown an interest in skiing, or sax for that matter. Or sax. This is like <laughs> this a Brad is... origin story. <laughs> yeah they're really trying to give us some background I went origins colon brad uh but yeah we're just not gonna see anything about the sax or skiing for the rest of the series so yeah i mean i, I hope we, i hope you get some more sax frankly but yeah, we all do all right so so yeah there's also a line here where tim sits brad down and he says christmas is not about being with people that you like it's about being with family which is a pretty good line yeah. uh tim cannot believe how selfish brad is being which Everyone else can probably believe it because he's a teenager who has done this stuff before. But um, he goes on to say, "You don't know how many Christmases you're gonna have with your family. Um, you know, their family is in Colorado and Texas, which I don't think we've heard. Have we heard before that his family's in Colorado? Is this the first time? No, I, I don't. I don't think we've heard that before. That must, you know, he Tim Allen 
spent some time in Colorado growing up, so maybe mm. that's just, uh, just drawing a, a, re- a reference to that or something. But Yeah, there's also an authentic moment here where I think maybe there was like a yeah, an th- outtake that was going to so. happen. I think they kept something in that was an actual flub. And I think it works. Yeah. What it do you remember it, what do you remember what it is? Yeah, he says that something about like uh you really upset me and your mom and me. Yeah. I th- yeah, I got got to believe like cuz it's not it's not really a joke, right? Like it wouldn't make sense to have written that into the episode, but they keep it in and uh it does yeah. seem authentic because yeah. like if you're having this argument you're probably pretty frustrated. Yeah, and when things... you, you're not articulate when you fight mm-hmm. or are angry or kind of upset. If you're and... me, you're not articulate ever. But yeah, uh... yeah, or able. Yeah, I mean, good lord, that's that's the truth. <laughs> so uh, this gets into Brad's head, basically. I like um, how the, I like the line in this where Tim is like, you know, we're not going to have a lot of Christmases left. Yeah, you've seen me on you've seen me on my show. I mean, I, I can't. <laughs> I've been dodging the bullet I too long. The bullet too long. Like it's just, it's just very fun. aware. It's funny. Very yeah, aware. it's funny. So, yeah, uh, he kind of lets this marinate for a minute, and he's going to go back to church. And I guess we're to presume, well, I guess we'll just move on to the next scene. Yeah, at this point, it's unclear what's going to happen. It it does seem as though Tim is just going to leave Brad there. With skis. With skis. Uh, Skis and greetings. (laughs) All right, so back at church, uh, Al has checked in the bathrooms for Tim. He's been gone a little too long. Not only did he check the men's bathroom, he did check the women's bathroom. That was, Surpri- I think that was just more for Al. <laughs> <laughs> Eileen's not there, and yeah. Al is uh, taking advantage. So he, he did spook a woman that was in the bathroom. I forget her name, but uh, another uh, I thought another funny I think line her name there. was Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. The choir is coming in. They're gonna, they're gonna line up in front of the church, and instead of spelling Noel, they spell Leon. It's good. Uh, I knew it was coming. I, Leon, the coffee maker. I, yeah, the coffee. Uh, this episode sponsored by Mr. Coffee. Uh, I knew it was coming. I'd seen this episode before, but I, uh, I still liked it nonetheless. It's just something about that the visual. I don't visual remember this the, episode. Oh, really? I'd seen Actually. it before. I'd seen, I just remembered the Leon. As soon as I saw him with the the Noel, I knew that they were going to do Leon. And, Classic. Uh, loved it. Liked it. Loved it. Wanted some more of it. What did you think of their singing? Because they start singing. <laughs> oh my gosh! What <laughs> the heck? It's like, it's. I mean, it must be like a professional children's choir or something, because it it is very very. I mean, it's really good, and they're all in harmony, and they sound like angels from above looking down on the world as a singular <laughs> tearful. And, uh, and I mean, they do some great camera work here that you really enjoy, right? It's an aerial shot. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the singing is absurd, right? I mean, it's just like it's. Very, very, very good, don't you think? Yeah, uh, Marcus shown no indication of having quite this voice before, but well, just like it's four young boys that go to a church of where the congregation is seemingly twenty three people. So, like, what are the odds that four of twenty three are just like going to grow up to be on American Idol or something? It's just very, very a uh, high level of singing. Too, too good, in fact. Too good. Uh, and they do zoom out from the singing here and do kind of a uh, an aerial camera shot, you might say. Yeah, it's a really cool and aerial shot. 
Yeah, and they, you know, they kind of fade out, and there's only candlelight there. Uh, we also should say the Reverend brings around the candles, and he gets over to Tim, and he gets over to hand it to him, and he says, mm, I don't think so, Tim. You're skipping Brad coming back, which is probably the most important part of the episode, Jordan. So I'm me, so sorry. Let's go pump, back. Why don't you pump Let's the brakes, back. and I'll, I'll, I'll take over here, okay? Because <laughs> right, I don't fine. know what your rush is. I don't know what you got going on here, but we I cannot. I got a lot going on. We cannot. Your bike ride can wait. We cannot no, skip can't. this. No, it I so. need to go. It's too hot outside. <laughs> All right, so they spell out Leon. Um, and they, they sing very, very well. And this is where Tim comes back in, and it's just him. You know, they're building suspense, and he's, he says, oh, I got something special for you. And Brad appears, and he's in his suit, and uh, seemingly all is well. Brad, we didn't really see Brad recognize the, the air of his ways, but he apparently has. And Jill gets very emotional, and Jordan, I felt kind of emotional as well. This is the you kind start of thing, weeping? This is the kind of thing that, that can get me, and it, it did get me. Uh, did I weep? No, but I, I had feelings... Uh, you know, Jill's crying, and she says, I'm so happy that you're here. And Brad says, well, then why are you crying if you're happy? And she says, I just get emotional around the holidays. And I'm thinking, so do I. So do I. So do I. Are this you sure is, it wasn't the kids singing that got you? I think it was a combination. Uh, this is when, Jordan, and now we can end the scene since I, I know that you're in a rush here. This is when we pull back. Uh, we see the reverend. He's giving everybody the candles, which is, I think, uh, definitely something my church did growing up is Right before the last song, uh, they give the, the tall candles and, and you sing. And But he's not going to give one to Tim. I don't think so, Tim. Tim pulls out the blowtorch from the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. so a nice bookend there. And this is where we get uh, we get some singing. And are they singing the first Noel? Uh, yes. Also, in the back row, we do see a strange gentleman who is holding up one of the... Yeah. Uh, church Bibles over his face during this whole singing, and it, uh, it can only be Wilson. Yeah, I mean, they don't ever draw attention to it, but yeah, that was my assumption as well. It's it's actually kind of give him credit for, for not like really telegraphing that or making it obvious that Wilson was there, but yeah, it's definitely him sitting in the back. Uh, so seemingly everyone in the Taylor's life goes to this church. But uh, yeah, it's a nice scene. I really like it. I think it's I think the, all of the church stuff works pretty well. It's, it's kind of funny, and uh, they do a good job of, of making me have all the feels when Brad comes back. <laughs> Certainly all the feels. All right. So, sorry to speed this up. Yeah, I, I, I just I don't know. I'm not I'm just not sure what what your rush is, but this <laughs> is the final scene, Jordan, and I think I think we should play a clip here. It's, it might be a little bit long, but we should play at least some of the clip. Hey guys, come on, hurry up. The contest is about to start. Gee. I don't know, Tim. There's an awful lot of lights here. I have to take out a second mortgage to pay the electric bill. <laughs> All right, Dad. Let her rip. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think we should say a prayer first. <laughs> Please, Lord, don't let our house blow up. <laughs> Amen. 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 Oh, wait, get back. All right, guys. Brush your fingers. Ready? <gasps> oh, <laughs> looks wonderful. Hey. Oh, Cool. Wow. Oh, 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 Tim, that is a lovely use of neon. Reminds me of the Christmas I spent in Las Vegas. <laughs> you really like it, Wilson? Oh, I think you've reached the apex of your Christmas decorating career. I just hope I can convince those stupid judges of that. Well, there's only one judge this year. Just one? Mm-hmm. And it's me. Did I say stupid? <laughs> I meant stupendous. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're the judge... You kind of got a leg up with the competition, don't well, you? Well, I don't know. Doc Johnson's display is very effective. Plus, I used to be a patient of his. Huh? <laughs> Brad, you put Blitzen's light in Rudolph's nose. Oh, Tim, does one bulb make that big a difference? Yes, I'm a perfectionist. Wilson, hold off the judge until I get this finished. Mm-hmm. 
Tim, be careful up there. It's slippery. Don't worry, honey. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> oh. Hey, Dad, be careful if the light bulb is wet. It'll be fine. Well, good golly, Taylors, I think you won the contest. I did not realize there was a full-size electric cam on the roof. <laughs> So this is the last scene. There's been some debate behind the scenes whether or not we should play a clip here. I think we should, so we did. Uh, so this is what we expect of a Christmas episode. We're going to get the big light display. Um, the family's all together. Everyone's happy again. Uh, they say a prayer. And the big reveal here is, and I think the reason I wanted to play this clip, uh, is because we find out that Wilson is the judge. Jordan mm. Wilson's the judge of the of the contest. and, and He's no, the judge and the jury. He's the judge the jury. Perhaps the executioner, depending on whether you win or lose. But uh, it, Wilson mentions that there's so many lights here, it reminds him of his Christmas in Vegas. And I'm thinking, man, prequel spinoff, right? Yeah, at, at least do like a flashback. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? What would Wilson have done for a job in Las Vegas? Like, did he work for like UNLV as a <laughs> sort of like a? a I want to see him. I think he works in the casinos. Uh, yeah, he does. or he does a one man show. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, some kind of like. Spoken word poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilson is the judge, we find out, and uh, it's, it's almost perfect. It's going really, really well, but it can't end well. So uh, Tim notices that, that Brad, I don't know why he had Brad do this, he put Rudolph's uh, nose light, for lack of a better term, in Blitzen. So he has to go up there, he drops the bulb, and uh, he puts it back in, it's wet, and it electrocutes him. And it electrocutes him in the letters, <laughs> Happy Holidays. It's pretty convenient for the, a holiday episode. I wonder, yeah, it's, uh, no, one in, no one seemed to mention that, necessarily. No but, one's ever mentioned that electricity has a little bit of Christmas spirit, too. Yeah, that, that is uh, irrefutable. Uh, <laughs> and then the final scene, we get uh, the clan standing on the roof, uh, singing uh, happy, uh, grunting... Jingle bells. Jingle bells, right? And uh, mm-hmm. Wilson's face is covered and everybody's very happy and uh it's a it's a it's just another great taylor christmas we roll mm. credits fade to black twas the blight before christmas twas the blight before christmas do you want to uh start with your highs and lows yeah i will uh i like this one i like most of the christmas episodes i always feel i feel kind of bad now because you know season three we got the halloween episode and the christmas episode which are usually the two best episodes of the season i would say or some of the better ones so now what do we have to look forward to i don't know uh, but I like this one. A lot of good jokes. Some bad jokes, but uh, more more good than bad, certainly. And they're definitely trying to be funny, and, and I think for the most part they're working. So good bits. Uh, I like I like the the Brad story itself is kind of lackluster, but I do like the final scene where he comes back in the church. I think they did a good job handling that, and uh, I thought it you know made me feel a little something. Maybe the show doesn't necessarily always do that. Um, I think the Noel Leon stuff is funny. I just think it's a funny episode. There's not like one big thing that I liked, or I don't want to isolate specific jokes, but I laughed a lot, and I do like the Brad storyline where he, where he comes back. Um, Al's, like, long kind of diatribe is, is funny as well. Lowe's, um, I mean, some of the jokes don't land because there's just so many, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of Lowe's. I, I like this one. I, I guess low, maybe the shadow work in the beginning is just kind of dumb, <laughs> where it just, I mean, just like, sort of defies any kind of logic, but uh, I like this one. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, I, we're kind of back on the same page here after, I don't know, was it two episodes ago we were 
a bit on different sides, but yeah, I enjoyed this one. Any episode that uh, gets you in the festive spirit is a, is a good one. Uh, like you said, lots of good lines. The you know the elephant giving is there an elephant giving birth or is that Brad playing the sax? Uh, stuff like that. Just just good lines. Yeah, like is that, that an example uh, of a good uh, one or a bad one? I don't know. My favorite my favorite line was: "There's no secret more important than a family's lighting strategy." That is true. You don't know. What do you mean you don't know if that's an example of a good one or a bad one? Like, do you, did, you, mess- li- did you like it? I did like it. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was just messing with you. Okay, I said it during the right. uh, you know, just, just little stuff like that. Um, they, they do the shotgun method, I guess, with just putting a bunch of stuff in there. But BK knows how to bring it, and uh, he does that here. Um, you know, I, I, even though they did recycle like the Doc Johnson thing, at least they kind of did something different with it as far as... I think that's going to be every year. Though I think that, yeah. that that is just what they do, and I, I guess I kind of like it for the sheer fact that I don't think we're ever going to see Doc Johnson, which mm. I think is kind of clever. Yeah, and uh, you know they did have everyone involved. They had Wilson involved. They had Al involved. They had all the boys involved with their little things going on. Um, I don't. I don't love as far as like Lowe's. I don't love like the Brad adolescence stuff coming back again. It just seems to come back every once in a while. It's only when they need it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's only when they need it. Uh, the opening scene, not great. Like you said, the mother-in-law jokes are definitely old by now. Uh, I didn't necessarily love the closing grunting either, but Oh really? No, I thought they did that before. Yeah. I, I think they're just, you know, I think that it is, uh, just they're gonna do these things in the in the special episodes. Like I think they're gonna grunt jingle bells, and I think there's gonna be a Doc Johnson contest, and I think it's just gonna be like a <laughs> just, just get ready it, for it. It's an event, you know. It's just a, it's an event. I episode. just want a different grunting song every year. You would like them Is that to too do much to ask? Hark the Herald. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I guess that just sort of sounds like a <laughs> sick, sounds like a, a dog a almost sick, a sick dog. But yeah, uh, I, I mean, sure. I I I, I see your point, Jordan. Yeah, and you know what? They didn't even do like a Wilson, you know, fix my situation scene. That's and, okay. Uh, you know, there's and a lot Tim of figured it out. That's, no, I yeah. didn't have a problem oh, with that like actually. That? Yeah, it's yeah. it's. A, I think I think that Wilson is is still kind of in in this episode enough where you don't mm-hmm. miss him. But yeah, we don't have a, you know, Wilson talking about like the origins of Saint Nick or uh, puberty or anything like that, which didn't necessarily bother me. So no, no, they didn't. It's nice that they didn't try to shoehorn it in. I guess is yeah, what I'm definitely. saying. But, uh, yeah, other than that, good episode. Yeah, I'm trying, to, fest- I'm trying to festive think, like, spirit. Y- yeah, I'm trying to think, like, compared to the other ones, I don't really remember, I guess I remember the first season one where Wilson is Santa Claus, or Santa Claus is a, re- <laughs> is a real person, but other than that, I don't really remember him, but I just, I know that I like the Christmas episodes, typically, so. Mm-hmm. Yep, and this is added, added to the list, so, uh, with that, that's episode 61, so let's move on to Sean's social media roundup. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so. Our website is thehomeandpodcast.com. You can email us at homeandpodcast at gmail.com, which no one does, really. But uh, you can reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash homeandpodcast. Or Twitter, our handle is at homeandpodcast. Um, if you'd love to support the show, you can do so in a variety of ways, including leaving an iTunes review. That is... Uh, a great way for people to find us. Um, if you're going to leave us a five-star review, feel free to do it. If you're going to do any less, we don't want it. So uh, <laughs> only if you like the show. Uh, if you want to donate monetarily, help to keep the show going that way, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast or on our website, there is a one-time donation tab there at support us. So um, I guess, Adam, you probably have some Twitter updates, so I'll let you have it. 
I don't really have any. We're recording this earlier than, than usual, so... Uh, At your request, it, we should it, say. It, it's... Hey, sorry, I gotta work on Friday. <laughs> you know, my, my, my fault. Um, yeah, so the, the Twitter stuff is, is relatively fresh right now. Um, I did tweet a picture of Tim Allen holding a pumpkin, and it says, Fall Vibes, and... I mean, that's pretty much the showcase Get, right now. Getting some good responses. It's it, So far, so good. Uh, there's a question about attending a class reunion. Uh, I guess I'll just do tentative updates. So, uh, have you ever attended a class reunion? This poll's only been up two hours. Uh, but uh, 100% say no, and that's six votes. So, uh, not a lot of feedback there. That and might be all the votes al- you get. I'm going to predict 15. Uh, would Al make a good father? Eight total votes. Uh, 75% says yes. He cares for Tim. 25% said you tell me. So good thing. It's always helpful when I leave those options and people take them. <laughs> Why did you put you I tell just me? Like, I, don't, I just like to get people in out. Uh, I also tried to get uh, – I, I, I'm tweeting at our, our class president to see if we can get some invites to the reunion or, or find out what's happening. Mm. So, did, you, did she have a Twitter handle? No, nah, I just kind of wrote her name. <laughs> I'm not directly <laughs> tweeting at her, but I'm tweeting about her. She probably so. searches Twitter for her right. name directly every Round, time. R- roundabout way, yeah. She's got a Hootsuite account that tracks that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she, she doesn't have a Twitter, but she does love Twitter analytics, so. Uh, okay. I'm hoping that, uh, you know, one of these polls, you're just going to have something like, who says, on what grounds, you tell me, and we'll see what people respond with. Yeah, that's that's the truth, yeah. Um, but other than that, now keep uh, keep getting at us on Twitter, uh, iTunes reviews. We're going to be doing a giveaway sometime soon, so p- be paying attention to that. And uh, yeah, donate to the show, because we got to eat. No, uh, because it <laughs> covers the cost of hosting and things of that nature. Jordan, question of the week? Question of the week, you're up, buddy. Mm-hmm. Alright. What's your favorite Christmas song, Jordan? Hmm. Uh, I'm a a big fan of the old crooners, so anything that's like Nat Nat Cole or uh, Bing Crosby, uh, I do like those. I also like Baby It's Cold Outside. Alright, yeah, because I'm looking for more specific songs, so you like Baby It's Cold Outside? Baby It's Cold Outside is good. Um, I'm trying to think of the What's the one I always get? They're, they're all called like Christmas something, White Christmas, Christmas yeah, something. Yeah, chestnuts um, roasting on an open fire. Is that, that the one you're talking about? The I think it's called the Christmas song actually. Yeah. Um, and then White Christmas by Bing Crosby. So yeah. those are my those are my favorites. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I like Hark the Herald. Oh yeah, uh, it's one of my favorites, and I also like. I guess it it, it just is the Christmas song where it's uh, Jack Frost nipping at you. Mm. I like that. I mean, I like the majority of them. It probably would have been a better question to say which ones don't you like. And I would say I don't like. Um, I don't like the. I really don't like like newer ones. Like the one where it's like I'm gonna buy these shoes for my Christmas mother, shoes. please. It's Christmas Eve and these yeah. shoes. I also don't like the one about the soldier. Uh, I do like the troops. I support the troops. I just don't like the Christmas song about like the soldier. I don't know the words. Um, old Christmas songs I don't like. Oh. I really, really don't like Santa Baby. Oh, that is bad, Santa Baby. It's awful. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and there's then one, I, I don't, don't know the name of it, but it's like... Uh, I don't actually know enough of it to even do it justice. Sounds like Perry Como to me. No, it's 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 bad. But uh, yeah, there's there's some bad ones. I, I guess I can't remember them unless I... I'll be able to tell you them in like... What's your feeling? Too Grandma much. got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> do you like it or dislike it? 
Uh, My dad really likes it, and I thought I liked it growing up, but as I get older, I kind of think it's stupid. No, thank you. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah that's kind of what I wondered as well, but... Do you uh, remember the Adam Sandler movie that was like... Eight Crazy uh, Nights? Yes. Did we? Yeah. Man, I don't know why that brought that up to me, but... That's uh, about Hanukkah, that, Jordan. This is that one's, talking, that one's also very divisive. We are non-denominational, themed. so... <laughs> um... I also don't like uh, the one that says, like, do they know it's Christmas at all? Or they're singing about, like, the cr- the kids all over the world or whatever. I do like kids all over the do world. It just know? feels, yeah. like, a little too... Yeah. I, I don't know. know. I don't know that one. But, yeah, I guess we should talk about this when we actually start hearing them. Because once I hear ones I don't like, then I can really, you know... Like, how, do you, how do you feel about, like, the whole month of Christmas music that they play? I like it. I feel like people, I don't people that it. complain about that, that's... Find a different. They are like find a different thing to complain about. Like that's just stupid. Like then don't turn on the radio. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's like there's only like two or three stations that do it. So yeah, and also like you know what? It's December, so like I I I have very little sympathy for people that get sick of Christmas music. Like take your salty attitude and Grinch like (laughs) behavior elsewhere. Because I'm I'm just not interested in hearing it. I'm I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So you speak, uh, you speak for you speak for the podcast. I do. On that yeah, one. on behalf of the podcast, like get out, get out of here with that with that nonsense. But I we're festive. We like being festive. I'm looking forward to Christmas this year, Jordan. I'm looking forward to us picking a, a Christmas tamale. This movie episode and, and made me really want it to be Christmas. I know, and you know what? It's shockingly, it'll come, it'll come quite quickly. It always does. So, and it's over in a flash. It's over in a flash. But uh, this episode is not over in a flash, but it needs to be. So, Jordan. What do we got next? We gotta we gotta talk about the next episode. Yeah, we've gotta guess a storyline for Slip Sledding Away. Alright, I got one. I'll go first, because I actually looked at the title first. Alright, I think that Randy has a new friend and um his Randy has a new friend and his dad Randy really likes his dad, let's just say. Like he, his new friend has a really cool dad, and uh Tim becomes jealous. And uh, Randy is going to go sledding with this new friend and his dad, and Tim goes sledding with them, and he is trying to show up the the new father, and hilarity ensues. That would be a good episode, mm. actually. I don't, I don't know if that it's not going to happen, but it would be a good episode. Yeah, we always like where Tim's pit pitted against somebody else. <laughs> like where Tim's pissed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that Tim's going to build a artificial giant sledding mountain uh and then he's gonna like add all these gadgets on it like little ramps and stuff blowing snow at you at different stuff and then it's gonna go wrong when he does a test drive he's gonna end up in the hospital and uh gonna have to spend christmas in the hospital so it's gonna be a sad episode i mean definitely he'll probably end up spending christmas in the hospital that 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 (laughs) i guess this might be after christmas well yeah wasn't this the christmas episode i don't know it's kind of confusing we've had like he's gonna have to spend he's gonna have to spend groundhog day in the hospital (laughs) which is very upsetting yeah that would be tough uh all right well (laughs) We'll find out next week. Uh, Jordan, thank you for joining me. And listeners, thank you for listening. I guess I should say take care. Take care, everybody.